I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hello! Hi! Hi! I don't know why I I always do the uphand. I kind of like it. Hello. Hello. We're so bad at facial expressions. All the videos I've been watching, we're all like, we have time. So, alrighty, guys. Today we're gonna be talking about NYU. So we're gonna be telling you like our biggest pros of NYU, and as well as giving you some cons, so you have like realistic expectations when mm. you come here, or if you decide to come here. But you or, should, or if you have, yeah, or if you have no interest, just listen. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of videos I see about NYU are colleges in general. I don't know if they're sponsored or if they're trying to get knowledge. Like Call out my personal YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're just so like positive. And I feel like as a, someone applying to schools, like, I want to know the negatives so I'm like prepared for it. And I think one thing that like, that, not to like toot our own toot toot horn, but I feel like what's unique about having all of us here talk about this subject is that we all have such different backgrounds and thus different experiences at NYU that our backgrounds inform or vice versa. So, ew, what am I talking about? So I feel like having us all here to talk about our different perspectives is gonna be pretty insightful for some people. And also like, we're all like best friends, but also like we weren't all friends like freshman year. So we had like different experiences to talk about and we all have like other friends and stuff and like other like different like years, we all have different majors, we're in different schools. like. 
Claudia, you're in CAS, right? Yeah. Okay, because I'm always so We're confused. We're in the same school. So, Lee and Claudia are in CAS, and Sarah and Sydney are in Steinhardt, so we have, like, different perspectives on that. I've been in almost every school at NYU. So I I'm about that for you. Yeah. So, my biggest pro of NYU is 100% the fact, and this is, I think it actually might be my biggest pro and biggest con, because when I got here, I kind of thought that, like, high school, I would be kind of have a hand to hold along the path. You know, like I thought I'd be given all the courses that I needed to take, all of the extracurriculars that I needed to invest in, and all of these internships that I needed to apply to, when in reality, my advisor doesn't do shit. Oh. My advisor hates me, in fact, I, I firmly believe, because whenever I email her, she ghosts me, and I'm like, are you Chad from a frat? <laughs> no. And then, uh, the, app, the app, or no, the website that we have to choose our classes is also shit. So it's not only don't we have humans on our side, it's like the website's not even on our side. And, um, oh, and the internships that like the, and that like our major coordinator sends out to us, they're all unpaid. All they unpaid. all sound so bad. Damn. However, uh, the reason this is a pro, because it sounds like a con so far, yeah. the reason why this is a pro is because it kind of forced me, because I'm an only child, I was spoiled growing up, I admit it, it kind of forced me to kind of like really be an adult and kind of like choose my career path and choose what I have to do. Like I have like four jobs right now and like all of them I kind of got myself. So it kind of gave me a lot of self-confidence in that way. See, interesting, interesting. because I, we're in the same major, mm -hmm. but I have the exact opposite experience mm -hmm. because I'm one of four kids and um, I'm the superior of the kids. So <laughs> I'm used to being extremely independent. Like, I like, I could not tell you my advisor's name if you paid, if you held a <laughs> L-shaped weapon to my head and said, who's your advisor? I'd be like, uh. So like, no I don't idea know. So like everything I've done internship wise, class wise, major wise, I changed majors like four times and I had no advising on any of it. Everything I did, I did on my own, from my own research, from my own whatever, because I've never had someone hold my hand for anything. Because like high school, family life, whatever, I've always been extremely independent. So for me, it was kind of a continuation of that. But um, pro, my pro, because I'm just gonna segue into it. I think that coming from school in the South, it was extremely nice to come to a diverse campus. And I don't mean diverse solely in the sense that people are like different races or from different countries, diversity in like background and experience in the way that we think and things that we're interested in. Cause like all my friends and I, of course we all get along here, like we're the best of friends. We have such different personalities and things that we enjoy and things like that. So I like diversity in that sense. Cause I feel like being in such a big city, it's nice to have people who push you to do different things, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think for me, I wish I actually had more of like that helping hand. Cause like it was hard to like figure it out myself. Cause like, I don't just have like in CAS it's like different I think than Steinhardt because like we even I had like a major advisor I have a minor advisor and then I have like my overall like pre-law advisor and I so I have to, yeah run around from advisor to advisor to just try to figure out one singular class like to figure out my specialization whatever and like it gets mixed up like I had like these like classes I took abroad where they're like they don't count for your major and I was like wait but I validated them with you I was like so what so it like does get difficult and I wish like the advisors it was like easier to be like more one-on-one -on -one. like they do know who you are but like you need to try like you need to show up there you need to like put an effort like i couldn't even meet my advisor before like my classes like enrolling in them really it's no. all about proactivity here and for sure it was like completely filled i went a month in advance and she's like sorry you're gonna have to wait until after you sign up for your classes and i'm like that defeats the purpose <laughs> see i have three too but I'm, i put them all in my emails on other names i'm like 
hey girlies so here's the video <laughs> sending back your responses two months later they're like huh and i'm like okay yeah i have um three advisors too i have my because my major's cross-schooled so i have two advisors from each school and then my overall advisor mm -hmm. it's very interesting but one of them i hate one of them i love the other one i don't know who she is <laughs> um, that's me what's your cross school is it wagner it's with public health like graduate oh, school we should stuff. explain what all of our schools are so you might not know oh yeah yeah, so I guess I will start. I am CAS, which is Art and Science, College of Art and Science, which is the most normal like college anywhere. <laughs> it's the biggest yeah. one. It's like the most yeah. broad. It's the liberal like, arts. Liberal majors. arts, yeah. Yeah. And then I, it's a cross school with graduate school of public health because I am a global public health major, but with the sociology, but sociology is from art and science. And um, yeah, that's my school. Oh, I'll just tag on to Marty. I'm in, I'm in CAS too. And I'm international relations, so I'm just one of like the liberal arts majors. But then I'm also part of the pre-law advisor. Tag off that because just explain both of ours because we're both the exact same thing. Yeah, because yeah. So interesting facts about NYU. If you did not know, you cannot be on the quote unquote. You don't have to do anything for the pre-law track, but you can't have it on your major unless you are in CAS, which also constitutes a lot of like scholarships you can get from undergrad to lab law school. You cannot apply for or join any like clubs, and, or you can do clubs, but you can't do any like school programs unless you're in CAS, which I think is discriminatory. But, yeah. um, cause you can have any undergraduate major to be in law school. So I think it's stupid that they do that, but whatever. Um, I am in Steinhardt and I've been in like every school at NYU because a girl is undecisive, <laughs> but I ended up in Steinhardt. Me and Sarah are the same major. We're media culture and communications. It's, um, the bomb and it's very special to nyu and it's a very not necessarily broad but you can cover a lot of ground because you're required to do two specializations which can be like audiovisual culture which is like tv and entertainment audio. basically yeah I guess. it's like more of the technical side of it though there's yeah. um entertainment and there's politics etc so we're both entertainment and politics <laughs> and i have a politics minor so it kind of helps me with that to just like cross my classes and if i'm being honest i enjoy my politics classes in mcc so much more than the ones in uh cas because CAS ones are really boring as hell and mm -hmm. the professors are old as hell and the content is uh racist as hell so i enjoy mcc because it's seeing politics from like diverse perspectives so if you're interested in that i would uh, push you to look at other options. I also get so many C uh, MCC people. I don't know if it's because it's the bomb. It, there's a huge portion. Like MCC is a huge major. Like if you are thinking about going into MCC, your first like year and a half, you're gonna have class with probably a bajillion infinity other people. Like it's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's everybody. I just I was gonna jump in quickly. This is like super specific, but I was just gonna say to anyone who was like thinking about NYU, like IR international relations. The thing I love about it is that like you're required to study abroad, which like NYU's sick. so big on. That's so sick. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things about that's NYU actually for my sure. pro because yeah. that would be the only thing that like lured me in. But then guess what? I'm not going abroad. Because there was COVID. Sorry, like, there's COVID. So <laughs> there's a global MCC program you applied to your freshman year, I believe, where you do I think two years abroad, and in those two years you go to four different countries. And you study how like your major, like whether it's politics, entertainment, whatever, in media is applied in those countries, and it's like a huge deal. If you get it, blah blah. blah. But yeah, it's, it's cool. I think the liberal arts or liberal studies, right, allow you to it's like GLS, 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 GLS. GLS too, if you choose to do a first year study away. Um, yeah. But I, if you're, oh sorry, go ahead. Oh, I have a lot of friends in like global liberal studies, and, like they're in my classes now, and it's super cool because they all like get to go abroad for like 
when I was like abroad, like it was their second year abroad and they were juniors. They're like, oh, this is my second year. I'm gonna do three on my four years, like abroad. I think abroad is a main thing at NYU because a lot of people meet their friends. Like For every like, major, and, yeah. True. That, yeah. That's one con to say about NYU. And this is not even at NYU itself, it's at its students that makes me so mad is that so many kids, especially in CAS, I've seen CS and Stern, that look down on kids in the LS program like they're idiots. And the funny thing is, most of, probably the smartest people I've met at NYU in general have been in LS. And usually it's kids who have a lot stronger writing and reading skills than they do like uh, math and science. Because LS classes are extremely written based, which I feel like a lot of kids in the other programs wouldn't like because they're more like testing students. But if you're applying to NYU, I heavily suggest going through the LS program because you're in it for like a year and a half if you go in school like that. But I transferred into LS, transferred to Steinhardt because it's easier than doing a direct school transfer. That's so bizarre. Because I was only in there for a semester and a half. Yeah. That's so bizarre. But for me, I love writing and reading. And so I didn't have to take writing the essay. I didn't have to take these little culture and context classes. I took these sick history courses. They were all writing based, which I literally loved. And I love the kids in my classes. But if you're doing that, I suggest you apply for it, but just be aware that a lot of students, especially in CAS and Stern, just have a lot of shit to say about kids in LS, like they're looking down at them, which I've heard a lot, and that always made me super mad, so I feel like I've met smarter kids in LS than I haven't because I've never before. actually personally heard that, but going back to what you said about like all these required courses, like con uh, what, text and ideas, uh, culture and context, expressive culture, uh, writing the essay, what else we you know there's actually less cores now. Oh, I didn't take a single What the fuck? Okay. You guys didn't have to take those yeah, whole CAS courses though. No. We yeah. have yeah. six it's a, reading and writing Every classes. school has the same course. But you can get out of them that we can't. Like you can, like text ideas you can't get out of period in CAS. I got to out text ideas yeah. taking AP Euro in high you school. You can't get out of them. No. This the same thing. It's different like but things you can From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. 
I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. I was saying, because they just would be closed by the time we like register, and there'll so be stupid cool. classes that I'm not personally interested in. <laughs> I was thinking, why don't they just require people to t- fucking take ethics? So more people yeah. become yeah. better people. Like, like in college, right. why not like those like useful classes that would be actually <sighs> great for humanity, but like we have to learn about what? What's yours? Right now I'm taking performance and it's all like reading Aristotle, which is like fine, like, but it's like not me. Like I can't do performance. I'm not good at it. I have to write a playwright. I have to write a play script. I have to present it. I have no artistic ability. That was the only <laughs> class open. So I'm in this class, which is like 30% participation. I have to speak in it. I have to do all these like Greek mythology things. And that is just not my strong suit at all. And that was all that was open. And I have to like graduate. So I had to take the class. And it's just like so awful and I like dread every moment and I'm like, why am I paying this much money for a class? Like I dread so much. But I think it balances out because although like, so all the colleges have the same core curriculum, you have to take through CAS. But the difference is like Steinhardt, you can take different classes to get like to satisfy your requirements that are through Steinhardt. So they're like more catered to your major or like I know I got out of one by taking AP Euro in high school. But the caveat to that is, CAS takes a lot more AP classes than any other school. So like if you're taking APs in high school and you want them to actually count for something, it might doesn't really take that many in general, but out of all the schools, CAS takes the most. So I wouldn't waste your time taking that many because you're not gonna get a lot of them waived yeah. if you're at other schools. Uh, but for CAS though, like if you're, say for example, I was a bio major and I had pre, uh, pre-health track for, for freshman year and I had taken AP physics, AP chemistry and AP bio. Uh, all all in high school, but I can't get them validated because they come like they are my major classes. Yeah. So, so I have annoying. to take the fucking yeah. intro classes, even though I already took it in college uh, in high school. Um, so I only got one like AP Psych class validated, and that counts as like like social science. You that Yeah. Yeah, I got like one out of like 12 AP classes accepted. It was AP Euro, and I was like, I kill myself in high school for this. I think a big thing with like NYU is also like they do this thing where like they double up they they don't won't double up on classes so like for my major i take a certain number of spanish or like language classes like i have to go pretty advanced to show like i'm fluent mm-hmm. and then i was like okay i may as well minor in spanish at the same time but then they're like since you're using your spanish classes to fulfill your major requirement they don't fulfill the minor requirement yeah that's the same for mcc with like any type of like ces courses okay. you have to take see a class in cas for 16 electives of your mcc major but they cannot count towards your minor so I did oh, all of mine shit. for my politics minor and none of them count. So I was like, Because you know why though? They just want your money. They want more money. Yeah. yeah. Period. The- and I use a scam. Like yeah. I think like I think as much as I um I'm really lucky I go to this school and everything. I think tuition is crazy. Like That's earlier so. today we were interviewing our like this guest for our podcast. She's amazing. Go check out our podcast. Um we were interviewing her and she was saying how like college like the society as a whole right now put so much pressure on going to college and getting a degree on certain things that like you don't necessarily need a degree for to have like a natural talent in for example like I personally and this is such like a I guess an off-brand opinion but I personally think that like my major is something that like 
I have a gift for like I don't really need to go to classes and I don't really need to learn specifically how to like interact with people in social media market and stuff like that like I feel like that's what I do now like I already make money doing that so like I don't necessarily think I need a bachelor's degree in order to be successful but like in this society I do if that makes sense you know what I mean yeah I think it helps in like uh the things that I feel like there's two types of classes there's ones that are strictly just to get through school that are stupid like some of these cultures. I guess that's them. more what I was yeah. referring yeah. to for sure. And there's some that are like, they may not pertain to my major, but I learned so much about just like being a human being and not Super sucking, interesting. Which yeah. are like, just very different. But one thing I just don't like about NYU in terms of tuition is that one, some schools cost more than others, which makes a lot of sense. Because like Tish, what you get in Tish and when you get in, in CA, that's very different. Tish has a lot of like stage reductions and you get one-on-one -on -one training and like lighting and things like that you have to pay for. Obviously not on Zoom, that's a whole different story. But I do hate that schools like Stern and Tisch and things like that get so much more resources and personalized study. Like they get like 15 advisors, they get like networking events, they get breakfasts every morning, they get their own business cards sent to them. And the kids who get sent are like, what the fuck are we getting? A t-shirt? Yeah. Literally, year. like a water, water bottle made yeah, out of plastic. Like, also, so. Stern is our business school for people who like don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like unfair because like, yeah, like I guess the tuition like differs by like a thousand or two thousand, but like they get access to buildings that we can't even enter. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're like, so nice. What's so special about it that I can't literally? You're, I do be like no, if you try and go in. And I was like, is it really that serious? Yeah, like you it's don't have that culty. many people. Like CA is huge. It's the largest college in the whole entirety of NYU. So I don't know why we only have one building. Yeah. Also, it's just crazy because like NYU funnels like through a giant large sparkly pink funnel money into building buildings like the Stern building oh and God. buildings like that like just like Kimmel and like Bobst and all those buildings are like really majestic and awesome and like they look pretty and stuff like we have teachers that need to be paid professors and like students we were in so much debt and like all of these like even faculty staff like no one's getting paid enough money yet we're putting all of this emphasis on schools that like aren't any better than other schools in NYU. So I'm um, like schools meaning like sub schools, so like Stern. They're they're literally physically, tangibly placing this one school higher than like my school, and it's kind of annoying. And it creates a hella big ego. Like yeah, they don't tell those kids anything. To new kids in yeah. Tish though. Like I was in Tish for literally like two weeks, and I was like, hell no, get me out. <laughs> Once half their parents own the film industry and they're like, I don't need to do my work. My daddy owns like Universal Studios. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but, like, and obviously, like, I feel like you've been critiquing NYU this entire time, but like, honestly, I would never have chosen like any other school I applied to over NYU because I have like no regrets because I get to live in like the best city in the world and I like love my friends. And like, I do like love, I hate my core classes, but I love like my classes for my major. And I feel like I've learned Shame. so much more about the world, which like I didn't know before. And I love like the diversity of NYU and like you still have a community in this major city. Yeah, it's true. I sure. do you guys see the picture I sent about like the new building on Mercer Street? Yeah, no. they've been that thing for so it's long. It's so big it's and a like gym for what nice. sports? But it's, it's an NYU building. It's Same. gym, classrooms, and a huge pool, indoor pool. Oh, what? it's basically yeah. Palladium Part Two. I was about to say. For what sports, honey? And there's maybe <laughs> like residences in there too. Honestly, I'm glad because the NYU gyms yeah. be packed. Like when the gyms are open, they were always so crowded. But it's for specifically for sports though, like sports training. But like <sighs> what sports? NYU. Also, I just want you to know, other schools other than Stern and Tish and not athletes are very angry. 
But wait, before we end, because we're getting upon that time, let's all say one really quick thing that we love about NYU so that we don't sound like actual cunts. Go. <laughs> uh, well, we already so, said, like, I love, like, yeah, like, the diversity of NYU. Though. Yeah. And I honestly, like, am so grateful for everyone I've met at NYU because I think everyone's super driven and everyone, like, has different aspirations. Like, all my friends' aspirations are completely different. And, like, it's nice to have people, like, driven around you because it motivates you. So it's, like, not the typical, like, party school. But, like, obviously, like, pre-pandemic, like, there's still parties and stuff. And, like, I think you still have, like, a lot of fun. But everyone's, like, super, super motivated. Yeah. Nice. I think for me, though, um, it's not, like, entirely what NYU gave me. But, like, just what about you made the location. It? Yeah. Oh, we made it. It, yeah. it would just be the college experience. is completely different from normal schools. Mm -hmm. Which I love. So. Yeah. I feel like a Venn diagram of like experiences and opportunities when it comes to like mm -hmm. going out to like mm -hmm. these cool restaurants and hanging out with your friends and going to concerts and like having cool internships in the city and then like the location because East Happy Boppin or Lower East Side slash East Village whatever and then I forgot the other one I guess it's the people and I would like my classes and like I have crazy cool professors and things like that and like just resources that you wouldn't get anywhere else because of like the that the school is so I feel like all those things combined I like not really NYU more of like NYU happened to like give me those things but yeah. the school is good sometimes I just have obviously I think it's important to hold them accountable for I think my favorite thing I'll like do something different I'll do something pertaining to academics because this is our academics episode which I kind of like that we're separating it because there's just so much to talk about um my favorite thing academically about NYU is a hundred percent that like even though the gen eds are super annoying, the core classes that I'm taking right now that pertain specifically to politics and entertainment, like, for example, I'm taking a class right now called Media Audiences. So it's like how the world sees media rather than from like someone who works in media standpoint, which is like what I do. So it's nice to see it from like the opposite perspective. And like, just, I don't know, learning about cool, like weird, wonky things like that just makes me so happy because it's just stuff that like anybody would be interested in, so. That's my favorite thing that like my core classes are just super sick. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening or watching this episode. Uh, we'll see you next week on YouTube and we'll see you every Thursday on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, make sure to follow our TikTok at Crying in Public Podcast and make sure to hit the subscribe button here if you haven't already. Leave us a comment, like it, give it a thumbs up, share it with people. Um, Instagram at crying in public podcast too. Can't forget the Instagram and just love us in general because we love you and have a great night. I'm dead. The buttons over here. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. 
Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.